What is up, guys? My name is Andrew Michael, and welcome back to the Nameless Podcast. Uh, as of right now, I named it the Nameless Podcast, but maybe I'll think of a name later on. So if you guys are watching this three months from now, that is why. Okay, roll, um, the intro music. Yeah, play it right now. Okay, guys, this is a little bit that I'm recording now on the day later, but I just got a notification from Anchor, the podcast that I stream on, that I am now available on Spotify, which is kind of kind of cool. I'm available on Spotify. Go to the Nameless Podcast that I will probably change the name of. So, yeah, I think that's pretty cool, guys. Thank you. Okay, and continue to the regular podcast. Okay, thank you guys very much for joining me on the second podcast here. Okay, so we got some things to talk about. First of all, I just looked into right now the simulation conspiracy theory. I was watching some sort of podcast, and uh, I think it was Elon Musk that was on it. Yeah, he was on Joe Rogan not too long ago, and he was talking about the simulation conspiracy theory. This is not a new theory, but it's new for me. So I wanted to provide you guys a little bit of backstory, like telling you guys what I thought from it. So the, th- the theory is, like, honestly, like, this isn't... This isn't too far off, but the theory is that we have already advanced to a point in civilization where essentially the people who are living in 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years, whatever number year ahead of us, they're actually living a simulation of our life now, and that was what our life is. is basically just a simulation of what they're doing. Like It's um, a very interesting conspiracy theory. Something that I don't really know if I believe. It's just kind of like a... I feel like they threw it out there. But basically, the be- believe be- the belief behind that is that, you know, when they think 40 years ago when they had the game Pong, which is just a circle, and then a line, and they were bouncing back and forth. And now we have, like, really, like, photorealistic video games. And then we have, like, virtual reality and soon auto- augmented reality. And it's just become sort of like a thing where if, if you... Elon Musk said it this way. If you assume any rate of improvement whatsoever, then eventually you will be to a point where you can physically live another person's body and they won't even know that they are living this simulation. It'll be essentially a video game for people thousands of years ahead of us. Um, Something that I really kind of thought about and it gives you kind of like a weird feeling when you start thinking about that. Um, So something that I saw recently in on Instagram, everyone's talking about this whole AirPods kind of meme thing where like AirPods are for rich people or something. And honestly, like I don't really understand it. It's all I've been seeing on my feed recently. It's all I've been like really even seeing at all. And it's just these memes about how um, AirPods and they are kind of funny. It's just that I don't know. They'll have these like SpongeBob memes and then they'll have like little AirPods on them. And I don't understand. Like, they are expensive. They're $160, I think. Um, I actually do have a pair. And, like, yes, that's a lot of money. But there are a lot of products. Like, if you were to have a pair of Beats headphones that are $300, like, that doesn't become a meme. I don't understand. It's Bluetooth headphones, so it's kind of weird that this is becoming, like, this huge meme. But nothing else is. And it's kind of funny. Like, I, but, you know, AirPods are a great product, and I actually subscribe to the fact that AirPods are the best. So, yeah, I don't really know why that is, but I've just noticed that a lot lately. So, I really am happy about this documentary that I'm making. It's going to take me about another month, I think. I'm ins- it's inspired off Shane Dawson, and Shane Dawson is kind of someone I took inspiration from on. And he just posted a video. Let me check. He posted a video, a conspiracy theory video. 
and he's even getting amazing views. He has this video, Investigating Conspiracy Theories with Shane Dawson, three days ago. And in three days, and in three days, he has over 18 million views, and the other one has 31 million views in two weeks. Really, so in Shane, in Shane, it's in Shane. That's kind of funny. It's really insane that he's putting up these numbers on conspiracy theory videos to um, know that YouTube recently said publicly that they are not promoting those videos as much. And I do understand the brand aspect behind what YouTube's decision is. And basically they're saying that they are not going to promote certain videos because they're controversial and they don't want that kind of content on YouTube. And it does make sense from a brand standpoint of what advertisers want to put on YouTube. And so I do understand YouTube's point of view on that. But Shane Dawson released it right before they, right after they said that, and it was just like blew up, which is surprising because YouTube holds like what, how how videos get promoted and everything, and I don't know how this video is getting so much promotion when YouTube said that they weren't going to promote it as much. But congratulations, Shane Dawson and YouTube. I do understand their kind of viewpoint on why do they do not want to promote conspiracy theory videos. <sighs> yeah, so let's talk about some pet peeves real quick. <sighs> I just realized one of my pet peeves, I've had so many pet peeves this week. Some people have been pushing my buttons lately, and it's really not people, just like things. Uh, not not people. No one's really getting on my nerves. It's just like certain things, and it's weird, because I have like weeks where I have like a lot of like sort of weird coincidences happen to me all at once. It was one weekend in July. It was a whole entire like week, and I had the most weird coincidences I- I've ever even heard of it's like you would have these coincidences and and it's a funny word but you have and be like wow like that's really weird just like a once in a while type thing and then what happens so many times one of the biggest coincidences that happened to me is i was in france in august yeah i was in august in august i was in france and we were in france and we rented this airbnb and it was this it was this flat, which is the French word for apartment, and it had this like tall, like ten foot, ten foot gates crossing the entrance into the whole community. It had one one road for one way for pedestrians and then for cars, and it had it where there's a code that you had to type in in order to open the gate. And my dad had known the code, and he was trying to like coach me. And so keep in mind that you you have to type in the code to get it open. And it's like a six-digit code. Um, you have like two number or four numbers and then two letters in it. Or no, five numbers and then two letters. And my dad had been telling me, like, you got to start remembering this code because if you're ever by yourself or something, you would need to have to get – you would need to get in and you need to remember these things. It's like standard dad stuff that dad should teach you. And he was teaching me this. And, like, I wasn't really remembering. I was on vacation mode and wasn't really taking into consideration what he was saying. And at one point he had told me, and none of this was in ear one, in ear, in one ear, out the other. I wasn't even listening. But somehow he told me, I mean, I was listening, but, like, I didn't remember the code at all. It was something like, I can't even remember the code right now. But as we were walking back, and I'm walking towards the gate to go in, uh, my parents were like probably five steps behind us, and I, I don't know. My dad's like, Drew, can you go type in type in the code? 
let me see if I can remember this exactly. And I'm like, oh, ha ha, because it's just like kind of became this funny thing where I would never remember the code. And then I walked in and like a five-year-old just started guessing the number and I guessing the code. And I typed in this five-digit code. I believe it was 57B73. And that was the code. And I had I didn't know what the code was. And I literally just guessed. And I wasn't even guessing. I was just typing in whatever. So, yeah, it was just a complete guess. And the 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 the, the, the entrance started to open. And then I'm like, what? Is there, like, a car coming down? And they opened it using some sort of clicker. And it just so happened to be at that same time. But, but no, it was I actually opened the gate in a five-digit code that, like, I had no clue. And if you do the math on what the odds are, it's over one in a million that you would actually open that gate. And so that was just, like, this whole moment of, like, wow, that is a sign for something. And I did figure out what it was. I'll keep that to myself. But, like, that's just, like, this really crazy thing, crazy event that happened to me. And it was just, like, this – it just felt like this shock. And that was one of the biggest coincidences – that ever happened on my first try i guessed it well, that's it was just insane um i'm sorry i was not talking about pet peeves i gotta talk about my pet peeves um for some reason i really hate when people don't wear their seatbelt and I, I i do i guess i do know why i think you're like 10 times more likely to die in a car accident if you don't have your seatbelt on it just really really annoys me when people don't have their seatbelt on the number nine i do not like the number nine at all i don't know why when you know when a door is like shut it's not it's in between shut and not shut it's like when the when the little thing that the door it's like in between like the lock and it'll be like half closed that drives me insane i I just even thinking about it when people say much instead of many like that that's one of my biggest pet peeves and i don't really like it at all um yeah so it is valentine's day today when i'm recording this i don't know exactly when i'm going to get it up but it is valentine's day again lonely i do not have a valentine on this very special holiday i don't know if i've ever had a valentine on valentine's day but you know i'm freaking in high school what is a valentine to me i don't i don't understand i guess it's only like like a like a little kid i don't know no one asks each other to be their valentine so why is like valentine is a thing i don't really understand it it's kind of funny yeah so i was researching the fire festival as i was doing my documentary researching the documentary and i came across a point in this netflix documentary where they said there was this account this is account a meme account called uh i'm not gonna swear on this channel but it's called f jerry i'm gonna try to keep this clean so i'm not gonna swear that's the account name and they jerry media i'm sure you guys heard f jerry uh, they're a very popular meme account, and this this account Jerry Media, where's like the production behind it, and they they'll like market your social media campaigns and everything, and they were they were marketing the fire festival, and they were the ones who physically went in deleted comments, and deleting comments such as like where is my flight information? We leave tomorrow, and I don't know where I'm landing. And they would delete these this information and threaten to see like threaten a cease and desist on them, and it was just like this crazy thing that I never even realized that Jerry Media was doing this and deleting comments. And when a company deletes comments, that's usually a huge red flag. Just going around deleting comments, it's like, what do you have to hide? But it's something that they never really focused on, and I wondered why. 
I wonder why why is no one focusing on this? And the Netflix documentary is actually put together by Jerry Media, the ones who, you know, kind of were a part of this fire festival. And it just was like, it hit me. And I, I didn't understand... And then I just realized that, like, Jerry Media was the one that was doing the the whole social media marketing for the company, and they were the ones also deleting comments. So I think that they are largely in the wrong, but nobody is focusing on this at all. Everyone's focusing on Billy McFarlane and Ja Rule, who are definitely, definitely in the wrong. I don't know how Ja Rule got out of jail time, quite frankly. He should have been in jail because he was a part of the defrauding. Something that nobody is talking about at all, how Jerry Media started deleting comments and threatening people with lawsuits if they were commenting something negative to the company, which is I, – I think it more legal on Jerry Media's side because you're, you're completely allowed to delete – or you're completely allowed to comment whatever you want without it being like – I mean don't quote me on this, but it's I, – I don't know why that's illegal, but they were threatening people with things. I did watch the Hulu documentary – um, the Hulu documentary is a lot more hard on the people who were part of Fire Festival because they were not the ones who were a part of Fire Festival, the ones making it. Sorry, let me phrase that a little better. The Netflix documentary was put together by people who were working for the Fire Festival. So the entire time they were trying um, to make themselves look good and to make themselves seem not in not in the in the wrong. And I watched the Hulu documentary. My teacher. Uh, um, she gave me her password to her Hulu, and I was able to watch the Netflix, the Hulu documentary, and it was really, really good. And I mean, really good. It was definitely better than the Netflix one, although I did really, really like that one. It was just so much harder on the people who were a part of it and telling them that they were in the wrong. And they interviewed Billy McFarlane. Billy McFarlane just he was just completely lost. He's twenty six years old at the time of the fire festival. And I think when they recorded this he was twenty seven. Um now he's in jail. He's just in jail for six years. Which quite frankly I think he should get more. But whatever. And he was they were just talking about it this and it was just lie after lie after lie. And he would lie. He was lying so much. And from the beginning he would have this lie that he uh, he said something along the lines of he he said that they had a box of keys to the luxury houses that, that everyone was staying at on the island. It was Pablo Escobar's island, which I don't, they bought the island for. It was Pablo Escobar's former former own island. He used to own the island, and they own, they bought the the whole entire island. They didn't even rent it for the whole festival. They bought the entire island. I don't know why they're like glorifying that as Pablo Escobar's island. If you guys know anything about Pablo Escobar, I believe he's a serial killer. So it's like, I don't know why it's like this huge thing that it's Pablo Escobar's island. If anything, they should, they should probably hide that. And the, at no point did they even have the houses for people to stay at. But he had said in the interview that they had a box of keys and then they lost all the keys and that's why they couldn't have anybody stay in the houses. And it's just the worst lie. Fly a drone over the, over the island and you can see there are no houses. And he has had so many lies in his entire career. And one of them during his company, Magnesis, is that he had hundreds, 
thousands of members when he only had a couple thousand. It's just insane. I'm going to save some more from my documentary. So, you know, I'm not going to expose too much. But Hulu has this thing where you can get live TV for 40 bucks a month, which essentially it's like whatever cable can give you for 40 bucks a month. Um, and sorry, I just snorted by accident. <sighs> cable is like, we pay like $150 a month for cable. And we never even watch cable. So many people have cable but never use it. And if you were to ask me five years ago about getting rid of cable, I would think you're ridiculous. But nobody really even uses cable anymore. It's like, I don't know. Netflix and Hulu are like the next up. Like it's like the next big thing. And so Hulu has this thing for 40 bucks a month you can get live TV. And so I think that's pretty interesting. I think we might get that. Um, so yeah, and... Something I saw what was interesting. Gucci had released Gucci releases a, a lot of good clothing, a lot of good products. Uh, I have a Gucci belt that someone gave to me, and I, I love it. It's a great belt. But Gucci also releases some hideous stuff, just absolutely out there and hideous things. And Gucci had released this thing. Um, it, it it was essentially a, a like a sweater. It was a sweater that came up to, like, the top of your nose. It was a black sweater, and it came over your mouth, and there was a hole for your mouth, and it had uh, the shape of the mouth with lips painted onto it, red lips. And I remember people were relating it to blackface, and which is, like, a racist kind of, like, a, a showbiz kind of thing. And many people are boycotting Gucci, and a lot of, like, famous artists and everything are like saying that they won't rock Gucci anymore and moving on to like other brands and throwing away all their Gucci because of this thing that Gucci did. And this is one of those things. It's like, how did this get passed? Like who thought this was okay? Completely not okay. And so many people are boycotting Gucci. I think it's interesting. I don't know why Gucci thought that it was okay. I don't know if it was just one of their clothing design flaws, but it was... Uh, it was really, really bad, and Gucci should not get away with it. I definitely think they should be criticized, but so many people are boycotting Gucci. Um, it, it's insane, and it's not okay. I don't know why. And it was a, it was a eight hundred and ninety dollars sweater, or sure, I don't even know. It was hideous. Uh, it was just like hideous to the fact where it's like they're gonna portray this like racist figure. And they thought that they thought it was okay, and they thought they can get away with it, but not one person. It only takes one person to say, "Hey, this looks like this. Let's not put that out there." And then be like, "Ah, oh, my, my my bad. Let me change the design." And it, no one unfortunately said that, and Gucci received a lot of criticism. Bad mistake on Gucci's end, but uh, yeah, I haven't been to the gym lately. I went on. Like two days ago, since then I haven't been. I was like, I went three days. I went one day, and then I haven't been there for two days. Ugh, really, kind of feeling like crap. If I don't go to the gym, I start to feel like a monster. I just feel like, oh, I should be working out every second. Like I'm just like, I, I think that all the time, and I just feel so much better after working out. But I do have a basketball game tomorrow, and I don't like to work out on the same day of a basketball game because I want to have all the energy that I need. And I feel like I won't get that if I go and work out in the morning. And then will I have any energy at the end of the day? I doubt it. So that's like kind of like uh, I have a basketball game. And last week I scored scored 20 points. So my league, it goes like 7th through 9th. 
And then the next one up is 9th through 12th, and that's grades. So it's like a freshman, no, it's 7th grade to freshman, and then sophomore to senior. And I'm in the 7th through 9th, so I'm playing against 7th, 8th, and 9th graders, me being the 9th grader. And it's just like, I don't know, it just feels like you're playing against little kids because it's like this, I, I just, I, not to be cocky or anything, but I felt like I was a lot better and a lot of my teammates were a lot better than the other team. And it was just became like this huge, like, um, kind of mismatch. And I scored 20 points in the first half. And then I kind of let other players who haven't scored yet uh, get the point and who haven't, who are like, Smaller, not necessarily scoring as much. I let them get the, we passed it to them as much as we could to get them the points. Um, so that was that was cool, but it was just not no competition, and it was just, it was kind of kind of hard. The most points I ever had in a game was twenty seven. Definitely would have beat that record if I would have went all out. And the most points I had this year was twenty twenty three. Yeah, twenty three. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I'm going to. I'm going to Tennessee on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm going to Tennessee. We're going for this kind of conference thing. Oh, it's on Tuesday. We're flying out of Harrisburg. Harrisburg Airport. And yeah, it's going to be fun. And I'm really excited for it. Tennessee, I've never actually been to Tennessee. So this will be cool. Um, we're going for this. I don't think I went to Tennessee before, but we're going to this conference. It's like a business conference with, I'm going with my dad. My dad surprised me with tickets. We're going for four days, like Tuesday through either Saturday or Sunday. I love flying on planes and they're connected flights each way. So from Harrisburg to we're making a connected flight and then we're going to Tennessee and then connected flight on the way back. So for me, it's like a plus to have a connected flight because I love going on planes it's just for me it becomes this like really fun thing about going on planes that I like so much and I don't know why I like it so much honestly everyone seems to hate planes but I like I just like the experience and like going on vacation and traveling some people not don't like it but you know I just think it's like an experience it's so much fun it becomes like this this fun thing but nobody else likes to think that it's fun but I do you know so I guess that's that need a new pair of shoes. The ones I have right now, they're the ones I go to gym and my toes touch the top. I hate it when my toes touch the top on shoes. That's just like my thing. When my toes touch the top of my shoe, that's when it's done. I, want, I also want these Vans. These Vans slip-ons are 50 bucks. I think I might get them. They're like a spring shoe, I guess. But I definitely need new workout shoes. Ugh, I hate it when my toes touch the top. I guess should I had that on my pet peeve list. Yeah, well, I just posted today. I already saw, talked about that. So look out for more content coming soon, and I'm going to try to get a name for this podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining me on this podcast, the Nameless Podcast number one. No, I'm just kidding. Last podcast, we only had four plays. <laughs> anyway, guys, I will see you guys next time with no, no consistent posting schedule. And that is it for today's podcast. Peace out.